Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, making the grand appearance uh, on the Facebook feed anyway, because this is radio, so you can't actually see me jumping into my seat. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture. You know, that's pretty much it, right? We just kind of talk that? Yeah. Yeah. We don't actually tell the secret of the Sire. Well, the secret of the Sire is... Shh, I can't tell anybody. Yeah, because it's a secret. Don't tell anybody. The show will be over. Oh, we, we got Fika Leone on, which he says, just checking in to remind you, I hate you, dog. I love that guy. Dan T. Lawson jo- joining as well, too. We welcome everyone, lovers and haters, mostly lovers, because that's what we are. Um, we are. We have a great show tonight, first of all. We have an excellent show. We also have a backwards um, Facebook feed here. Uh, there. That would help, too, as well, too. We're, we're technologically savvy. Um, we're going to talk a lot of things. We're going to talk Oscars. Um, namely in the pop culture realm and the... Oh, I, um, thought, I thought people named Oscar. I did the wrong research. <laughs> you did research? Yeah, well, bit. you don't understand anything about this show then. <laughs> that's just insane research. <laughs> that's just that's just crazy talk. Um, yeah, we're going to talk Oscars. Uh, Deadpool did not get nominated, but it had some momentum behind it. We'll talk a little bit about that. We're also going to welcome, uh, just she's awesome, Erica Schultz. Um, she wrote. She's writing the new Charmed series for Dynamite. She was part of the DC Talent Workshop. She's uh, she's up and coming. She's really doing some really cool things. She's also going. We're going to talk cats with her as well too. Cats. Which I had to do a lot of cat research today. The Broadway show. We're going to talk because I did research. Oh, you know that that's a good question. Is it the Broadway <laughs> yeah. show? Did you clarify that? Um, it could be big cats. Do you do you know your? Uh, do well, you know your large cats? Uh, do I know my cats? <laughs> do you, I ever? You, yeah. Okay. No, I don't know my cats. You I thought I, I actually went tabbies. You studied marsupials, you know? didn't you? you all you tabbies. <laughs> all, all yeah, just just tabbies, just constantly tabbies. Okay. All right. So we'll we'll, we'll get by. We'll squeak by. <laughs> we'll we'll Some, pretend it's all about the the musical, and it would be fine. All right. So, so somehow we'll 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 figure it out. Um, all right. But before we do that, we want to officially welcome everybody. Uh, are you looking for a way to entertain the kids? I mean, I am. No, not really. I only have one kid, and he's really, really tiny. But I'm sure at some point... He's going to require I will need entertainment for him, uh, you know. Fun Food Flip is the game for you. Each player gets dealt a hand of food cards and must come up with the most gross, most interesting, and most delicious combinations for each of the four courses. Just wait till you see what your kids come up with. If you like apples to apples, you'll love Fun Food Flip. It's great for snow days, things like that. You got the kids inside... Go to funfoodflip.com and watch their video. The video is actually really cool. We, we, we actually have it streaming live on our, uh, on our Facebook page as well, too. So it's been popping up. It's, it's, it's a really cool game. I definitely uh, think so. This is the last week for the contest. I think we have an official, what, zero count? Zero count, baby. So yeah, the next person just wins. Like, yeah, the, like exactly. the first person to actually for the, for the enter <laughs> this is really good. Although, I'll, I'll give it to Dan T. Lawson because he, um, he did say he uh, watches... Uh, this from his tub of Crisco last week. So, so right now, Dan T. Lawson, you are the winner. Him, yeah, you are the winner <laughs> right now. Um, see, Dan T. Lawson says someone listens to Secrets of the Sire. There you go. Um, all right, what is the contest? The contest is very simple. Email us, info at talkradio.nyc. Tell us where and how you're listening to us. Put Secrets of the Sire in the email subject and tell us, you know, again, phone app, desktop, tub of Crisco, tub of you know, Crisco. whatever the case is, however you're watching the show and however you're doing this, um, that's, that's no what pictures, we want to see. No pictures, though, if it's <laughs> No, actually, I encourage the pictures at that point. <laughs> I, I, All right, that'll be you. You'll, I want to just, I am just fascinated by this, you know. <laughs> I don't get paid enough to, 
hasn't yeah. paid to look through those pictures. So go catch us on Periscope. It's at Michael underscore Dolce. Catch us on Facebook. It's Facebook.com slash Secrets of the Sire. Hassan Godwin to my right. I am Mike Dolce, your host. As hosts. No, not host S, but like oh. hosts plural. Hosts. Like hosts plural. Like yes, we are the hosts. There you go. All right. So we're going to kick things off a little bit um, to Deadpool or not to Deadpool. Um we had the Oscar nominations come out, and prior to the nominations coming out, which the, the nominations came out on Tuesday, uh, there was actually a lot of momentum for Deadpool to get a nomination. It got the, the Golden Globe nominations. It got a, um, a WGA award. It got a, uh, not an award, but a nomination. It also got a Director's Guild nom for Tim Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was a lot of like, hey, you know, maybe, just maybe, maybe it'll get an Oscar it'll nod. Get an, an Oscar nod. Yeah. Um, no. To date, I think we did this on a previous show too. We actually talked about like the Oscar, you know, superhero movies and Oscars. And I think... First time hearing of it. Oh, well, yes. Well, you did your research. <laughs> yeah. So that was the key, right? Um, he just didn't research the show prior to him. Well, to be fair, you weren't on the show previous. I, I wouldn't care about something I wasn't on either. I you know, I, I'm surprised Dante Lawson chimes in every week, which, which, which we love that you do. But I know everything about Oscar Meyer. You know, well, I did my research on the Oscars. <laughs> I'm, missing, I'm missing a spot of Primera Stark, too. We had another Periscope guy who was on here every single week, too. So we miss you. And Fico Leone was on just to tell me hate just to tell us he hated us but at least he came on which is good um so yeah no deadpool was definitely um was was there were people who who honestly thought that deadpool would get an oscar nod an academy award uh glance Mm -hmm. Hmm. well no Hmm. there really there really was there was you know and also because oscars um they went from five Hmm. movies to ten movies i don't think anybody thought ryan reynolds was going to get a uh, um, actor? No, I don't think anybody no. thought that was going to happen. Nor should they. I mean, I think for the I, for the I most agree. part, I think it's, um, it's a little you know. naive. No, I wouldn't say it's naive. Not the caliber. They're they're you know. Well, that that's but that's what brings that's up the Oscar thing. That's what brings up the most interesting uh, question, though, right? Is like what superhero movie out there did deserve it? You know, like and we're talking about all time. Did Superman deserve a Best Picture nom? I think it did. I think if we're going through our all-time snubs... Superman the movie, the Richard Donner? Superman, you mean. Richard... Uh, uh, yeah. Christopher oh, Reeve. Right, exactly. Okay. Yes. I think, I think it definitely... I think so. I think without a doubt. I think that, that, that definitely... That would have... Although that was a thousand years ago. <laughs> so... Well, uh, I mean... No, no. I mean, I think, I think it... Um, I think it definitely. Uh, I think. I think that one was good. I think Dark Knight Returns. Um, any of the Dark Knight movies, right? Any of the Christopher Nolan. All right, we got our intern Patrick. What do you think? What movie? He's on the Dark Knight. He's chiming in with the Dark Knight. Oh, that's Facebook Live. Yeah, you just go in the microphone because oh, this yeah. is radio. Oh, very good. Well, no, no, you don't. You don't just get to just chime in. I mean, you gotta be. <laughs> you gotta be snappy here. Dark this Knight. is Dark first. Dark Knight is the reason it went from five to ten back in 08. Audience outrage over the fact that Heath Ledger was right. nominated for Best Supporting. And that the Dark Knight was snubbed in Best Picture. It went from five to ten the very next year. It's not going to. You don't think you don't think a, so, Hassan? You don't think a superhero movie will ever break the barrier? No, I'm never going to say that because as soon as it, I say that, it will, and then I'm an idiot. Uh, no, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not sacrificing myself for that. But no, they won't. It's not going to work. I can hear you. Well, I mean, I'm trying to mime it as best as possible here, too. <laughs> this is a technical. Talks. Well, this is don't, radio, so don't it's use okay. your hands. No, I can use my hands. I mean, it's, that's what it's all about. So no, I don't think I. Um, no, no. It's a, because you know what? 
these are stuffy suits. These are guys in suits who go to movies with their noses in the air. I picture them being all old. I picture them being like the. I I picture them being like the two Muppets. Have you ever even seen the Academy? Do we know what Academy? Has anybody actually been a graduate of the Academy? (laughs) You know, I picture them being like the two guys in the Muppets that that watched from the rafters, like Waldorf and Statler. Yeah, that's 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 kind of names, and I feel bad for for knowing their names. Why would you feel bad? I I just I just do. Um. I think it's the Academy of Old People Who Watch Movies. That's what the Academy Awards right, is. Right, right. And so they, they, they can only watch whatever movie you slip under the door. So we got to get the guy who gives them the movies to consider for Academy Awards. Mm. We got to we got to bribe him and then hand him a couple of comic book movies. I'm sure uh, those, those old guys will uh, come around. Do you think so? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so at all. That's my position. You can't take my position on it. You're the, well, I just you're the did. counterproductive. You see how I just did that? All right. Well, then I think it will. <laughs> I think I think we will. I think in in I don't know. I think this year there's going to be an Academy Award uh, movie for a comic book. You think so? Yes. Even though it's not nominated. I do. I agree it's with just you. It's going to be. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, I did that now. Now I'm agreeing with you. See, now, now you're now, agreeing with me. Now, now, so right now I, I don't think it's going to happen, Mike. I just, right. I just really honestly don't believe it will. We are going to go to commercial because I just got the Facebook Live thing working. Yeah. Okay. And when Pay we come back, what you doing? And when we come back, we're going to go through the top five superhero movie snubs of all time. Yeah. Okay. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And, and welcome, welcome to, to 21st, 21st Century Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21stCE Radio or Talk Alternative. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every week. We talk comics, movies, TV, and pop culture every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. We got our, we're, we're always plagued with technical difficulties. That's the way I look at it. And it's usually um, because I just try to do like eight different things. But this one was Facebook's fault. So we're going we're gonna to blame them, yeah. um, which is awesome. But yeah. we were actually having a really good talk. We were talking about the top five superhero snubs of all time. Um, our new intern, Patrick, chimed in with The Dark Knight was the reason... That they ended up expanding the Oscars from from five to ten, and that's why a lot of people thought Deadpool had a shot. No question, I think it, I think it had. Oh, a shot at what? Being nominated. Nominated for what? Best picture. Why? Well, okay. Now, are we talking about why was the <laughs> film nominated? Why would you nominate 
Why would why would we believe that that would be nominated? For Two Best Golden Picture? Globe nominations, yeah, including so. actually three Golden Globe nominations, so. including Best Comedy for for what was it? Two or something like that. We don't do our research here. So no, know. you know, uh, it, it, it did something. Have it all there. written now. A Directors Guild and a WGA. So Generally what? speaking, movies that that get those kind of awards end up getting some sort of Oscar recognition. Some kind of, you know, what usually gets an Oscar recognition in our our field mm-hmm. of uh, you know uh, best special effects or best sound. Mm. Come on, that's Rogue One, sound mixing and visual effects. Doctor Strange, visual effects. Star Trek, makeup. Suicide Squad got an Oscar nomination for makeup. Exactly. That is what happens. I don't understand this this, uh, lofty uh, best picture kind of nonsense. That's not going to happen. So uh, you already said that at some point a a superhero movie will get an Oscar nomination. I said that because you said it wouldn't. No, no, I don't care why you said it. You said it, so that's like me. I can quote you any way I want to. That's like that's like a you know when when people quote people in like news yes. and they're like you know, that, you know I'm using alternative facts. Though. Yes, that, that, so. but, well, that's all we that's all we have here is, exactly. is alternative facts. Exactly. I mean, I think so, that uh, yeah. I think that goes without saying. So we welcome we welcome that's Kesky. That's my story. I'm t- sticking to it. You're sticking to it. I like I'm that. Sticking to it. Um, top five superhero snubs. I'm gonna put Deadpool in there as, as number five, right? I think I think it. I think it deserved okay. uh, deserves consideration. In fact, it might not be number five. I and mean, let's just do this in no order because I'll, we'll let the fans decide. Uh, we're, we're we're chiming in the top. You're gonna so you're just gonna announce. You're just gonna roll off. Uh, yeah, I think we'll roll off some five, and okay. we'll see what other people think. So okay. I think the Dark Knight we already spoke of, right. and I think the original Christopher Reeve Superman right. should have gotten a nomination for That's Best Picture. Three. Um, you had two that you you thought. Yeah, of. I I threw in Blade. Well, did you throw it in, or, or do you not believe it? It's because of my Africanness. <laughs> that's why I did it. <laughs> well, that's why we don't show you on the camera. Here, <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. Just, you know, exactly. We're, we're extremely yeah, racist. Yeah, I know. I signed, I signed yeah. that contract. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, like, no, no black people allowed on, <laughs> exactly. screen, on camera. I'm like, hmm, I don't know why I should Seat's sign this. taken. I'll sign it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, well, I did. I thought that Blade was a great movie, and it was one of. It was a precursor to this, uh, uh, this hysteria, this comic book movie hysteria that we have. <laughs> Kai Cole just chimed in. She just she she just laughed hysterically. Ironically, she's also in studio and she's she's yes. just like she's yes, but she's off camera. She's also off camera. Wonder why? Now, to be honest, <laughs> Patrick, our new intern, is like the whitest kid I've ever and seen. And he jumped into the camera. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I see how it works, man. I know how it works. I've been around. Oh, a while. but I didn't. You know, at least I was very honest about no, it. No, yeah, I, no. I you're like I was like you're going to sit there. That's why no one's angry. I was <laughs> exactly. Like, he, just, he told us the truth. I can't even be mad. <laughs> this is very true. We're, we're very true. All right, so you threw Blade in there because he was black. Okay. Yes, yes. And then what well, other black, black. What other black I threw, movie? I threw it in. What other black, black movie did you throw in there? No, it's The Crow. It's Brendan Lee. He's not black in that no, movie. No, he's not. Right, he, get him in fact, off the list. he painted himself white. Get him, get him off the list. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I'm I'm equal opportunity right So there. we actually, we do do some research and we do do some bit. talking before the show. And, and, and um, I was actually surprised you put The Crow. Do you rate The Crow as one of the best? Yes. Patrick is chiming in with his hands. He's not I allowed mean, back on screen, though. I can't see him, so it's useless to me. Yeah. I just see a shadow every now and then <laughs> and i'm like hey, he must be doing something he's terrifying know. back there yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah we don't know what he's going giving on. me the finger isn't he <laughs> no 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 definitely yeah. not definitely not the finger yeah <laughs> <laughs> um no so what is um i think i think the crow was is still a fantastic achievement um for a couple of reasons okay a, because it was a great movie i thought it was a great movie i it was one of the few movies like a hundred years ago, <laughs> I was, when I was, uh, I think I was. It didn't end well for Brandon Lee, though. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I went there too no, soon. Too soon. No, <laughs> too soon. We don't do that. We don't I just do did. that at Secrets of the Sun. Yeah, I, just, I just did. That's I'm the, new, and I know we don't. That's do that. the secret. I, yeah. <laughs> it's a good secret because I didn't know it. Yeah. Um, 
I saw it when I was I saw it a bunch of times I saw it maybe four or five times in the theater at a, at a time when it wasn't really cool to keep going back you go see it once and then you when is it not cool to keep going back I didn't know that was it's not it wasn't not, cool then it's not it's not it's cool now I think it's, it's cool m- now is it, so it's, it's more cool now it was cool when I was a kid because you can go you just said it wasn't were, cool though no no when I was a kid oh okay okay Okay, when I when the uh, full disclosure when the yeah. crow came out, I wasn't a kid anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I wasn't either. I, I was, yeah, I was, I was a teenager. Go ahead. Yeah, I was a little older than you, but you're not that much older than me. Oh yeah, no, you're I'm not. I'm I mean, younger you were than like, you. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm well, you're not on camera, so quite frankly, I, you yes, could be anybody. I have decided I am younger, younger than you. This is a radio show. I just want to remind people: this is a radio show. It's on <laughs> talkradio.nyc. We we are on podcast. Even we're on SoundCloud. Him. We're on iTunes. <laughs> But thanks to like modern technology and like multiple phones, you can see us in Periscope. You can see us on uh, Facebook. Um, you know, we're, we're you. you know, and for anybody who's us. just jumping on the show, we're much better than this. If by I us think. you mean you and the banner, then yes, you can see us whenever you chime in on Facebook. You can't so, see me because I signed a contract, and unfortunately, that's it. So ironically, Kai just wrote "Powder" was the great was a great uh, no! unsung superhero. No, no. <laughs> I'm no. gonna I'm gonna throw out an actual serious one though. Please that, do that. I think got save snubbed. me, save me from this solo act I'm doing here. Unbreakable. <laughs> what do you think of that? It's not technically a comic book movie though. It's a movie it's about a super, comics. No, 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 no. We said superhero. Uh, you said comic book movie. movie. Well, it is a comic book movie though. It's a, it's a complete dissection okay. of a comic okay. book. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. Only when you're called. Did he sign a contract? Why is he talking? No, nah, he's an intern. They don't get paid. <laughs> <laughs> they don't ever get paid. What are you talking about? That's the beauty of the yeah, intern. I yes. That's oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. There's no question. He messed up Facebook today. <laughs> I don't know how, but you know, we'll fix it. his wagon. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Okay, uh, he unbreakable. Actually, he has to actually build the wagon first, and then unbreakable is kind of like. I remember walking a, out of the theater way, way back when, when it first came out, thinking, "I just that that M Night Shyamalan just put me through a superhero movie, and I had no idea yeah, until yeah, the yeah, end." Right? I actually had welcome a, Randy Hogan to the show. I had actually a well-known uh, comic book uh, uh, figure at uh-huh. the time. Uh, we were a little closer than we are now, but we still talk. Um, and I was told about I, you got to go see Unbreakable. Yeah, I'm like oh, I'm like Shyamalan, yeah. I'm not gonna go see. It. Yeah. It's like, no, no. Well, that's wait, wait, you no, don't, you is, don't understand. This is before M Night Shyamalan was like. Well, he had he had uh, Sixth Sense. He had the Sixth Sense, which was great. All right, we'll, we'll get into that another time. Yeah, let's not. Okay, let's not. <laughs> um, and then and then as by as the way, Hassan hates everything. No. No, that as, is not true. As the, uh, as the, uh, actually, that that's right. True. That's that he loves that's the Star Wars your prequels. story. That's right. That's right. Your story. Right. Every okay. time I hate something that you like, that yes. means I, I hate everything. Yes, that's the secret of the mm-hmm. Sire. That's another uh, secret <laughs> of the Sire. Um, We're going to put them all in a book. All right, so anyway, so someone said you got to go see Unbreakable. Yes, and I went to see it, and I was like, this is a comic book movie, yeah. you know? So yeah, all right. It's about a comic book superhero. Yeah, I mean, right. well, it's it's like it has the... It's I mean, tropes. especially when Yeah, and especially when Samuel L. Jackson at the end, they call me Mr. Glass. Oh, you're the supervillain. Like, oh, that's fucking great. No, it was like I like that, but yeah, no. That to me was that Academy to me was Award? No. no. No, I mean, I guess. See, I guess yes on the height the heights of actual movies. I don't know. You're right. Maybe uh, or sorry, the height of an Oscar movie. Maybe not. No. But a superhero movie. I, I it's a great superhero it. movie. It's a great dramatic superhero movie. Okay. Oscar Oscar uh, caliber. No. What's the What's the uh, the the rating for like an Oscar movie it has to be like it has to be moving it has to like or it has to like I forget what I forget exactly there was a term for it it has to be like 
you know, sad and depressing, and it's no one has to have seen and it. And, right, and yeah, right. And but like something like that. I don't so. want to slit your wrist when you, after it's over. So let me let me throw out uh, before we go your to break. Your girlfriend breaks up we, with you uh, for taking her to it. Oh, Ran- Randy Hogan, <laughs> late to the party. Your car ran out of gas. <laughs> Well, I mean, you got to <laughs> fill the tank up, bro. If you're going to steal my car, <laughs> for anybody not for anybody uh, yeah, from last week, anybody yeah. chime in. No, yeah. it was two weeks ago now. See, was time, it? Yeah, time well, flies, bro. I'm not paying attention. Time, time I'm, not paying attention. I'm, I'm getting older by the second. Oh, that happens. That yeah. definitely. That's happens. why I'm signing really bad contracts to be on radio <laughs> that's, shows. That's the that's the fight. That's the Fight Club mentality, <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. A, a long enough timeline. Yes. Everyone's yes. life expectancy Everything goes back to zero. Down to zero. Yes, I read the book. Fight Club. <laughs> It's not a superhero movie. That is movie not at a all. superhero movie. Do not but put that, that got in there. Snubbed, don't don't keep moving the goalpost right now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what, what did I tell you? It's my show. I get to yeah, do it. Yeah, but do I guess it's our yeah. show now. No, oh, no not right. really, because I signed that contract. And we keep coming back to that. All right. When we <laughs> come back, uh, I want to hear I want to hear Erica Schultz's take on what a superhero what superhero movie got snubbed in her mind, uh, if any. And then I also want to know about the new Charmed series she's writing for Dynamite Entertainment. So we'll have her on next. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. If you have an interest in marijuana, you want to know about marijuana, law, policy, and culture... Then feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420 on TalkingAlternative.com. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back. Ah, we love that song. It's a great song. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture. Uh, My guest right now is uh, just a talented writer and really cool. Met her down at New Jersey Comic Expo. Uh, Miss Erica Schultz, how are you doing? Hello, how are you, Michael? I'm doing really good. Um, so just to give our audience a little overview about all the cool things you do, um, give our audience an overview of the cool things you do. Um, okay, well, currently I'm writing Charmed for Dynamite Comics. Uh, I'm pretty pretty known for my work uh, called M3, which is a creator-owned book uh, that we self-published with Vicente Alcazar. And uh, I was part of the Swords of Sorrow 
um, crossover with Dynamite as well. I've also done work with DC and Marvel. I was part of the DC Writers Workshop, uh, the pilot program, um, beginning of last year. Very, very cool. So um, we actually have a lot of questions, but uh, we have one from an audience member as well, too, that they actually chimed in on Facebook and asked a question to you as well, too. So we're going to get that in a second. But we were just talking about Deadpool not getting an Oscar nom. Is there any superhero movie in your mind that should have gotten an Oscar nom over the last, I don't know, 30 years? I put you on the spot well, I mean, here, mm. but like an Oscar nomination for what though? Yeah. Mm. See? You know, like all right. All right. So like acting, a major category, a major category. Yeah. I mean, I I thought the cinematography in Winter Soldier was fantastic. I mm. thought that the um, I thought the makeup and the prosthetics on uh, Sebastian Stan's you know uh, arm were great. Um, you know, and they could do. An Oscar for that. So, what what exactly are your parameters? Let's say major category, like like an. Uh, I mean, Heath Ledger to date, I think, is the only superhero movie, uh, you know, major category. And that was nominated. posthumous. Right. Exactly. True. Now, I think he would have gotten the nom no matter what. He ended up winning. Um, you know, I think I think part partially because his performance was amazing, and partially because like he was dead, and they were like, "Well, we feel really bad for this guy," but. Um, I think that that's the only one that I think that has broken in the major categories. Star Wars got nominated for Best Picture way back when. Um, that's a sci-fi movie, uh, so let's say something like that. But I mean, superhero movie. Um, do you? If you don't think that, you know, we kind of said, you know, Dark Knight should have gotten a Best Picture nomination. Um, no, Hassan shaking his head. He doesn't think so, but I think so. Um, I don't. I don't think so either. Ah, okay. She's on your yes. side. So that's it. Yes. That's it. Didn't we? Didn't we teach you the secrets? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> always go with me. No, no, I'm with sorry. you. No. Um, original Superman, Christopher Reeve. Um, I would definitely put that in for best picture. There you go. There you go. See. Oh, you like that one too. Yes. Hassan? Oh, yeah, see, I don't listen I to saying. you. You're over there. Oh. All right. All right, All right, so let's let's talk about your charm series. I, I love I love the discussion, and we can kind of keep going uh, with it. But I want I want to get into the charm series. Um, were you a fan of the original, and how did you end up kind of landing this gig? I was a fan of the TV show. Um, I was a big fan of the TV show, and um, I landed the gig more or less because uh, I had worked with Dynamite for Swords of Sorrow, mm-hmm. and uh, I kept in touch with the editor. And every once in a while, I would see him at cons and sort of poke him and say, hey, you know, you have any work coming your way that you think I'd be good for? Um, And Dynamite didn't have the Charmed license. This is the first year that they've had the Charmed license. Uh, So this is the brand new debut series Mm -hmm. from Dynamite. So no pressure. Yeah. (laughs) And and, uh, so, yeah, he, uh, the senior editor and I had a chat. He said, we have this license coming our way. And... uh, Let's see if you want to do something for it. And I jumped at the chance. Did you like submit your own version of like what you kind of saw it as? Um, or, or, or I guess my question is, how directly is it tied into the new show that's coming out? And how closely did they want to tie into the new show? It's not tied into the new show at all. I was actually working on it before they announced the, uh, the new show. Oh, okay. So it's completely independent of the new show. It uh, revolves around the original show that was on from 98 to 06. Okay. All right. So this is this is kind of like the Buffy verse uh, in Dark Horse, where they're they're kind of continuing the Buffy, you know, continuing the Charm verse now. Yeah, you could you could look at it as uh, the Buffy verse, or you could look at it as like I think they had like Smallville season eleven, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Nice. 
Uh, so this is coming from Daquan Kane. Um, Erica worked with the talented G. Willow Wilson on Swords of Sorrow. Was wondering mm-hmm. what the process of co-writing was like, if she enjoyed it, any less than working alone, and what would be her dream project to work on. So there's like eight questions in there, so you can, you can just tackle tackle them in order. Okay. <laughs> so what so what is it like to co-write? Well, to co-write um, is actually a lot of fun, uh, especially since Willow is such an amazing writer and, and a great collaborator. Um we sort of jammed on a bunch of different ideas for the Swords of Sorrow mm-hmm. um, uh, book that we had done, which was the Cato Masquerade book. And, um, you know, we just went back and forth. And, you know, I would write a scene. She would look at it. She'd make some, you know, tweaks. And then she'd write a scene. And I would look it over, too. Um, and we were very collaborative. And she really, I mean, she's a great talent to work with. Mm-hmm. So um, it was very, I was very honored to work with her. In terms of versus writing it myself, yeah, um, I I can be a bit of a control freak, so writing <laughs> something myself is probably my preferred. But um, but yeah, I mean, it, I had a great time working with her and uh, and the editorial staff for the whole project, including Gail Simone, were were great. Um, okay, next question. <laughs> next question: Dream project. Which, oh, my which is project. actually like okay. a like a uh, wrap is, up. This but, is kind of you know, well. There's two okay projects. Um, dream project number one would be to finally be able to finish the Hawkgirl story that Sunny Lou and I started in okay. the DC talent showcase that came out this past November. Okay. Uh, that would be dream pro- project number one, and dream project number two would be to work on X Men for Marvel. Ah, uh, okay. So give me give me your X Men team right now. Like who's who who's in your in your X Men um, lineup? Am I do am I doing like five characters since that was the original? If you don't count Professor X, how many characters do I get? Uh, okay. Okay, we'll give you five. That's actually, it's, don't don't boy. You're asking like follow up questions. No, this is not how it works. This is, I, <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. No, uh, no. I think five is um, a great five is a great uh, measure. But you know, again, it, this is Marvel, so you can pretty much just erase continuity at any time you want to, and just do whatever you want. So you know, it could be ten right, characters. So my if five you really characters would be Rogue, Gambit. Um. Well, now there's two Cyclopses. So again, you get to, to you get to pick off. whichever one you want to because you, you, do, you Marvel doesn't care about continuity. So go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, I grew up reading Claremont and Byrne, mm-hmm. and then Claremont and you know Claremont Austin, Claremont um, Jim Lee. So I mean, I would love to go back to the '90s X Men. Yeah, like I would love to to be able to just work in that um, play in that playground just because that's. Yeah, that was where my love of comics really came from. I agree. I agree. So, so yeah, we'll go, I would we'll play, go 90s I would play Scott Summers. Okay. So, 90s Scott Summers, you got two more. So, 90s Scott Summers. Um, you could actually work that into the story that it's like somehow yeah, 90s somehow Scott Summers is yeah. there. <laughs> Just call him. You're a writer. Scott you're good. Summers. You're talented. You could do it. <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, I would say. Man, now I'm like running through. I was like, do I want to go with like a bishop? I like bishop. See, bishop could bishop has a lot of potential. And the Jerry curls. I mean, storm <laughs> definitely. I can't. I can't not have storm because she's just too. She's too amazing and she's too powerful. Hassan just gave the the fist pump with the yeah. storm. 
We got to do storm. She's, she's a big, she's a bit, yeah. He's a he's a big storm guy. Um, I like the storm. Scott Summers, you know, yeah, fighting. Yeah, the, I loved, I loved. See, I loved Gambit when he Gambit's like the Joey of uh, of. <laughs> Of the X Men, like he's a oh great, he's a great supporting character. When you don't, you know, when you don't, you know, he's just kind of that cool guy. Like I could recite like the Extinction Agenda when they don't really know too much about him. They just know he's like this thief and he's a badass. Yeah, and he collects the spike in his leg from Hodge, Cameron Hodge, yes, yes. and he lit and he's in there and and, and then Cyclops gives him the look and he's like, okay, you're on, and uh, he lifts his leg up, he pulls it out by his teeth. He picks the lock with the spike he, he collected. He drops the spike, catches oh. it with his feet, yes. and then yes. he uses it too. You know, but I, 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 lo- I lost interest in Gambit when they started really fleshing him out and making him in his own like lead character. Because I just feel like I feel like when you move him to your own series, he's not as interesting. He needs to be like this Mysterious. cool. What like, are you talking about? James Asmus and Clay Mann did an amazing job on oh. Gambit a couple of years ago. All right, let me hear it. Let me hear it. What, what was the what was the premise for it? Well, the premise was that he on his own was he left the Mm X-Men and he and Rogue had been broken up because she had gone to the, when she was doing Uncanny Avengers. Okay. And so he left the X-Men, he's living on his own, and the opening arc was he gets a phone call from this random lady who tangentially knew one of the X-Men and she was in trouble and he ends up coming and like saving a bunch of kids and then he meets this crazy lady who is trying to steal something and needs him to steal something. I mean, it was it was fun. It was good. It was really well drawn. Um, I have the whole run. I didn't get any of the trade paperbacks because I have the whole run in floppies. Okay. Um, it's man, why you gotta like give Gambit hell? I know the movie's probably gonna suck. But. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is that is that kind of just like an assumption? Like we just assume that all the movies are gonna be like terrible now. With the Fox uh, you know what? Yeah. The Fox it movies. really it really kills me. I mean. Every, I, I think every X movie has gone down since X two. Yes, I think, I I think first class was respectable watchable. though, right? Nope. Days of Future Past respectable. First class I didn't think was that great. Mm-hmm. Um, but respectable, not Last Stand. It, well, what first class? Mm. X three was completely unwatchable. No, that and was that terrible. Was such BS. That was hard. I mean, you can read Dark Phoenix Saga, and it basically is storyboarded for you. Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, then what was the next one? The next one was, that was first, first class, class, correct? And then first class. Which yeah. was respectable. Mm, no. No? No? Yeah. No? no? Hassan, Hassan shaking his head. It was crap. They threw, a, <laughs> they threw a quarter through Kevin Bacon's head. What about Days of Future's Past? <laughs> oh, oh, God. I, the, I like the fact that, that they bit. turn around. Okay, first of all, it wouldn't be Mystique's power that would be able to absorb through. And, and was, were those guys supposed to be the Nimrod uh, Sentinels? Mm, yeah. Because they yeah. looked really weird. Okay. Well, guess what? Mystique's power wouldn't be the power. It would be Rogue's power. But because mm. What's-Her-Face was off doing uh, right. through blood, they yeah. couldn't have gotten her. Yeah. So what did they do? They turned around and they made it Mystique's power, and it just became like the Mystique and Magneto show. You know, no disrespect to, to Jennifer Lawrence and the rest of the crew. Sure. But, it was, but that storyline... And then, what, Kitty has some weird power now that she has, like, some psychic power? Where the hell did that come from? Yeah. I agree that they definitely I, see, but I'm a I'm I'm a believer that the movies can 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 stray from from the original source material if it I'm makes sense. If it makes sense, me too. Uh, like in Watchmen, right? For example, like they you know they had to eliminate they had to eliminate the entire pirate ship storyline, right? Because you can't have the pirate ship storyline. Um, yeah, but the, in the, the extent, whole thing with Watchmen was everybody thought that 
if you do it as a film, then you're going to quote unquote fix the ending. Did they fix the ending? Wait, what do you mean fix the, the, the original Watchmen had a bad ending? With the alien. I love that ending. With I think it's fantastic. The you, gi- li- you like the giant squid? I ending? love the giant squid. I love I love everything about Watchmen to me is like the perfect graphic novel. Nothing, nothing wrong with it. Okay, well, well, your your colleague and I will likely agree. <laughs> am I? But, but seriously, am I right? Like everybody was talking about "quote unquote" fixing the ending in the Watchmen movie, yeah, and then right. was it was it Zack Snyder who did it? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> you know, I gotta say, I have to say one thing. I saw Sucker Punch. Okay, oh, one of my favorites. <laughs> and. I know that it had gotten, it got just totally, like, it got crap reviews in this one, the next yes, thing. Yes, it did. It was a very interesting concept. Mm-hmm. I think that it was done nice. well to a certain extent. Visually, it was gorgeous. Wonderful. Like, that's Absolutely a superhero-type movie that should have gotten a visual effects uh, Oscar nomination, because okay. visually, it was gorgeous. Yeah, Hassan, yeah, Hassan is just that. like Hassan is just shaking his head correctly, like not correctly, uh, in <laughs> in affirmation yeah. for everything you're saying. Yeah. So it's basically the Erica and Hassan show. However, you guys would be agreeing on everything, and it really wouldn't be, uh, you know. Wouldn't be. <laughs> but, but the other thing, the thing that got me about Sucker Punch was that I think if they wanted to really sell the whole dream within a dream within a dream, mm-hmm. is they needed one more anchor back to reality. Mm-hmm. They needed one vignette of an anchor back to reality, and then that would have been it, and then the whole rest, and then the story would have worked. Um, but anyway, but yeah, I digress. Because when, when it's um, over, you don't really I, yeah, quite know what's happening. Again, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't hear you. I said so, when it so, when the, you when just the say it again. I was agreeing with you. I said when the film is over, you don't really quite know where you are sure what's, what's actually happening at the end of the film and it, 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 it you are correct if they brought it back a little bit or just gave you a little bit more to tell you exactly what was going on it would have been better yeah i didn't i didn't see the movie <laughs> yeah no yeah. get it on netflix <laughs> no yeah i know i have like I have, oh, that's how we out. got it i have like oh, a long list of movies i, I a, saw it i saw it in the theater i'm still like two-thirds of the way through the revenant i have to you know at some point, I know, you know, he, he's going wow. gonna to get to you're Tom Hardy. You're a social media guy. Well, I know. You're not yeah. being social with your media. No, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Hassan and I were talking in our green room. We have our green room. It's very exciting. It's not actually green. It's just it's we're just gonna there. It's a living room. Now. We it's, plan. it's there, yeah. Um, and we were talking about self-publishing. Now, M3, was, a, was, was that self-published? Yes, it was. Okay. And now it's back in trade paperback form. Yes. How... Uh, would you ever do? Would you ever do self-publishing again? Um, you know, aside from re-releasing a trade paperback, and kind of how does it feel to have that back in in release and circulation? Um, we, I'm actually self-publishing with Claire Connolly again this year. Uh, through what's the what's the imprint? Uh, the imprint is called Vices Press. Do you find self-publishing to be easier or harder now than back in 2011 when you first did M3? Uh, I find it easier now. Are you going? Um, it's still a lot of work, though. Yeah, it really is. Now you're going through Kickstarter, um, or are you gonna, or are you just going straight to Diamond? Um, I haven't decided yet. We're working on Claire and I had worked together on two books prior to this. Uh, we did the unauthorized biography of Winston Churchill, a documentary. Mm-hmm. We did a book called Cheese, mm-hmm. and so we have a third book coming out called Even Mortal Lobster. And hopefully we'll have that for New York Comic Con. And then the plan is that after Eve comes out, we're then going to package 
cheese Churchill and Eve into a trade paperback and put that in diamond. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. Um, I I know that the diamond rules have kind of changed now, too. I mean, I I first self-published back in 2006, and it was essentially just submit your book, and if they like it, they'll do it, you know, kind of thing, and, you know, they'll assign you a diamond rep. But now I guess there's all kinds of rules now that go along with it. Yeah. um, When we first got into Diamond 4 and 3, Diamond actually approached us. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and so that was that was cool. And now that I had we had M three in in Diamond, uh, it's supposed to be easier. Getting getting that first foot in the door is always a pain, but once mm-hmm. you're in, it's yep. supposed to be e- easier. So for this book, um, for the trade that we're going to do with Eve Churchill and Cheese, uh, my Diamond rec basically just said, "Look, you know, let me know a couple of months before the book's coming out. We'll have a conversation, kind of thing." That's great. So I don't have to sort of reinvent the wheel this time around. And how important do you think, um, you know, I mean, uh, you know, the big thing, the big thing, I took a Kickstarter webinar recently, and the big thing was, you know, get your email newsletter, get your social media followers, like, uh, you know, how do you balance being creative with, with doing the marketing? Because that's another topic that Hassan and I were even talking about, because uh, Hassan's a talented artist, and he wants to take his, you know, his book, The Self-Publishing Route, but it's a lot of work, and, and it's sometimes the work that you don't want to do, but you have to do. Um, so how do you balance the two? Uh it's tough. I mean, uh, using things like Hootsuite yeah. helps a lot. So if you have an extra couple of minutes, you know, in your morning routine, you know, instead of checking your Twitter feed, going on Hootsuite and making sure that that day or that week's posts are all set up, um, you can turn around and... Uh, well, I know Tumblr. I don't actually don't have a Tumblr, but um, I know a lot of people do a lot of stuff, a lot of announcements yeah, through got Tumblr. That. Eh, uh, if okay. you're using WordPress, you can actually set blog posts and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, like Hootsuite, you can actually set it to um, publish at other dates. So making sure all of those are set up. It's basically whenever you have an extra five minutes, mm-hmm. you should really try to be proactive in terms of just setting things up ahead of time. Um, but it is, it's a pain in the ass, to be perfectly frank. I mean, <laughs> I, I, all I want to do is focus on the writing. Yep. And but you can't you know, nowadays. have to sit there and say, oh, well, I got to make sure that yep. I'm, you know, posting about this. And, oh, wait, this book's coming out. I got to make sure that, you know, I've got 17 tweets coming through for it and <laughs> stuff like that. It's, it's frustrating, but it is part of the job, yep. um, especially if you're self-publishing. If you're working with a publisher, um, a lot of times they will send, they'll have their um, marketing person or mm-hmm. their you know PR person contact you directly and say, we would really love it if you tweeted about, you know, this is the date that the book's coming out. We yeah. would really love it if you tweeted about this, or we would really love a yeah. blog post about this. Awesome. I, it, or, there's, or you, uh, yeah, you just sorry. sit back and wait for them to post you, to uh, tag you in a post, and you just retweet it. <laughs> well, there you go. See? So, Sasan, so you actually have to, like, you know, use social actually, media then. Yeah, yeah That's work, the first step. Yeah. All right. Erica, you have been a tremendous guest. Uh, give our listeners and our audience uh, all the places they can find you and the cool stuff you got coming out. You didn't ask me any questions about cats. Oh, that's uh, right. Shoot. <laughs> All right. Favorite cat right now. Are we talking about the move? Are we talking about the Broadway show or the actual like tabby? No, the actual physical being. All right. You got 15 seconds. Give me your favorite cat. 
favorite kind of cat? My favorite cat growing up was a blue point Siamese named Isis. Oh, Calico. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Uh, where can where can folks find you? And we're gonna have you back. See, we're gonna have you back on. There's actually uh, I. So for all of our listeners out there, I actually prepare in advance like a show outline, and I didn't even get Seems to half like the it. I didn't even get to half the questions uh, that we want to ask. So rambling on how much I I you know hated certain things. <laughs> well, you say rambling, I say good radio. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. You know. Controversy. All right, so you can find Erica at Erica Schultz forty two. Erica Schultz writes on Instagram, and your website is. EricaSchultzWrites.com. Awesome. Erica, thank you so much. We're going to have to have you back on, and we're going to talk nothing but cats. <laughs> Take care, guys. Thanks so much. All right. When we come back, we're going to go spinning the racks. Uh, that new Star Wars movie that's coming out has a new title. Uh, when yes. we come back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We're brought to you by our beloved patrons. We have dedicated fans Einar Peterson, Matt Beyer, John Hoff III, and Ashley Haikai. Our program director, Stephanie Dolce. Our executive producer, Steve Hovecki and Brian Phillips. And as always, our Uber fan, Christina Dolce. Um, the music that you just heard, Hassan is actually playing bass in that. He's my co-host, Hassan Godwin. I'm Mike Dolce. And... Um, I mean, what a great guest she is, right? I mean, yeah, she's just she's got fantastic. she's got a ton of stuff. Well, she, you're going to say she's and fantastic, she's right? About like, right, right, because she just yeah. agreed with you. Exactly. Um, we actually had a couple things that were brought up there. We talked about the Watchmen movie. Brian Everham um, chimed in on Facebook. He hated the giant squid because it's a bad ending in the original book. You think the giant yeah. squid's a bad? Why is the giant it squid works, a bad? It's ending? a comic book ending. It works as a comic book. You're like, oh, okay, it's oh. kind of cute, but as a movie, you couldn't. Oh, okay, but the giant squid it. wasn't in the movie, so no, right. But I'm pro giant squid in the book mm. because they built up to it. They had to create an alien. You creature. can find out. You can be like, "This is this is not an alien. This is a squid." Oh boy! Oh boy! You could you could if you were gonna do that. If a giant squid destroyed New York, someone's gonna take a sample and go, "This is a squid." Someone just <laughs> someone just dropped a squid. But it's on a New mu- York. it's a mutated giant squid. I mean, they they put the work in. I doesn't mean, mean it's from space. Put the work in. It doesn't mean it's from space that we all you need to unite because someone dropped the giant squid on New York. But it would have it would have radiation from space in it because it was used. It was Doctor Manhattan's teleportation powers and all this other stuff. I mean, there's ways to do it so that a scientist. Now, don't get me wrong. Look, people people actually question the moon landing right now. 
right? All so all I'm saying is right. A giant squid's not going to bring us all together. But I think it could. It's I think that's the. But the whole we've concept. had tsunamis. Ronald we've Re- had we've had problems. No, 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 no. But that's a natural disaster. You can't tsunami. fight a natural disaster. No, but I mean, we could have all come together because, like, let's, let's build bigger walls. By the way, we are ruining Watchmen for anybody tsunami. who has not read the book. <laughs> Heck with them. They shouldn't be listening to a podcast. We had a spot of Premier Stark on, by the way, for like a split second, and then he like completely got. Oh, it, really? You know, which yeah. sucks. But we got Scott Fortier. We got Scott Klein as well. Was uh, is on or was on? Uh, we got a lot of things. All right, we're gonna do. We're gonna go spinning the racks here. Um, we do this every week. We kind of just talk about the news, the latest news, and uh, the big news this week was besides the Oscar noms, which we talked about. We had a really great show. I got to be honest with you. We had Kai sitting in the background there. We have our new intern Patrick. You know, waving his arms and chiming. In. He was on camera because he's he white. Was, yes. You know, that's the way we do it. Uh, we Elizabeth McKee, you know, anybody who just chimed in is going to be like, going to be like, who is that guy and where is his address? Can I steal his car? Elizabeth McKee, Rosebud is the sled. Spoiler alert. Uh, (laughs) Ruined the whole thing now. Rosebud. I'll never watch that movie. (laughs) What? Well, now I won't because I know the ending again. Um, Episode (laughs) eight has a title. Hassan's thought, your thought on uh, Last Jedi. Is the title for episode eight. The last Star Wars movie I'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess the, the question is, well, no, it's not the, you'll see both. Come on, you'll see everything. There is, there is not a, there is, for, for all the listeners out there, Hassan is like, uh, lives and breathes Star Wars. It's, yeah, it's, first of all. Yeah, no. no. He, he also doesn't not like it when Disney people categorize him for things that are obviously true. It, um, <laughs> okay. Okay. It's going to, I see how the rest of the show is going to go. Well, right. we, we okay. only got 10 minutes. So. Yeah, and I see how those 10 <laughs> minutes are going. They're going to feel like 20. Um, all right, well, here's the thing, right? So who's, first question is, who's the last Jedi? That's the question that's popped up Who on the cares? internet. I, I agree with you in, to an extent, actually. It could be plural. Right. It could be bunches of last Jedi. W- wouldn't they be like, oh, is that like octopi? Mm-hmm. So if we're talking about like giant squid, it's mm-hmm. like giant octopuses. Did they ever say the Jedis? They've always said the Jedi. So why does everybody think it's going to be one guy? The last Jedi. Uh, it sounds singular to me, though. Last Samurai. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to my world. <laughs> That's why you're not on camera. <laughs> Don't prove me wrong. That's crazy talk. <laughs> this show is now mine. <laughs> Secrets of Godwin. <laughs> um, okay, so it's a terrible name. I just love the noise you just made, actually. That, ter- that was actual... Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's a terrible name. It's terrible. It's terrible! You know, in our in our show outline preparation, I have nothing past this. So you, you basically, we have to That's fill... That's why you're allowing me to just waffle on over We essentially have to fill like five minutes. Fan, I mean, we could go noises the back The Phantom Menace... Patrick, get back on camera. What attack are we doing? of the Clones. Yeah, jump, <laughs> jump over there, okay? <laughs> the Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith... A New Hope, mm-hmm. Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, The Force Awakens, and which, The Last which, Jedi. Which you loved. You loved yes, that. I you loved, loved The loved Force that. Awakens just as much as I love banging my head against the door <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> so let me ask you a question here. Um, the mm-hmm. biggest thing about this movie is the internal comparisons because we haven't seen the movie. No one's seen the movie or the script. It, right. To Empire Strikes Back. Like this is going to be the Empire Strikes Back of the trilogy. Most likely. Um in in level of quality, uh, 
do you think that now that the three-hour trailer is over, that was The Force Awakens in your in your <laughs> opinion, that this movie, they can really take it to a new level? Do you There's think they're going to take it? There's a good chance. Although the guy who did it, Ryan, uh, uh, he also did Looper. So Did you not like Looper? <laughs> we don't have enough time. Well, no, we do. We, we, we actually really do because no, I am just really trying to kill him. No, so pa- Patrick is chiming in. Patrick. Dude directed the best episode of Breaking Bad ever. Okay. Okay. There you go. Breaking Bad. Never seen that episode show either. I got to watch Bad. it one day. I know. Episode of Breaking Bad. Star Wars movie. So Randy Hogan just chimed mm. in. Why is it terrible? And I'm gonna I'm gonna go that that is hmm. Force Awakens. Why is Force Awakens terrible? Because uh, it's a terrible story. But it was it's a terrible it was episode story. Four doesn't story. follow the mythology correctly of the previous. Six how does it not follow? Oh, because she all of a sudden learns how to be a Jedi. Is yeah, that- we don't we don't need to train. Apparently, we can just we can just take a pill and become a Jedi. And um, was it a pill or was she just she touched the lightsaber? We didn't see. Like, yeah, awoken. well, that too. But don't forget, don't, don't forget. I don't know how metallic inanimate objects call people. Don't forget in episode in episode wand, four though. Potter. In episode four, don't forget. I mean, I Luke, Luke was. Uh, all of a sudden, you know, he just literally learned about the Force, like twenty minutes, and then twenty minutes later, he's like dodging, you know, um, shots from the from the thing in the in the air in the in the Millennium Falcon. See, I can really talk. The it's, thing in the just air. Me, with just the me talking Falcon. will fill the next three minutes. No, I mean when he's training with Obi Wan, he literally just found out about the Force. Training in Star Wars is anachronistic. Yes, that's right? fair. Right? But at least there is the impression of training. So you don't you don't think that there's that a there is training. you don't and the fact that Anakin was always too old he was always too old but uh, he had like old, between between the first movie and the and the second movie he had about ten years which you assume there was maybe oh, one no, or two classes on being trained. a Jedi there was definitely training going the on ten years there was definitely training going right. on I don't disagree with that okay but he also all of a what's sudden the had what's it's it's like uh, it's like Man of Steel. Okay. Man of Steel was ruined because <laughs> because Jarrell beat the crap out of Zod the first five minutes of the film. So why am I worried that Zod is going to beat uh, Kal-El? Zod, I, I already saw Zod get his butt kicked. I'm not getting the analogy to Force Awakens. We, we've we already seen her beat the bad guy. Ah, no. Bad guy was wounded, though, and not at full strength. He was beaten. At, but there, was, there were factors. He fell down, and he... He was done. But there he were didn't factors. Get up again. There were factors. Doesn't matter as to why he lost. It's not like those factors. It's not like it's real life where it's a game of soccer and someone actually pulls his uh, Achilles tendon, right? Yeah. Okay. They wrote that in that he yes. got shot. Yes. And then he still got beaten. Well, no, no. But so it's not. There's like not that are, he still got beaten. It's not. He like got beaten because he got shot. They why? wrote it in. They wrote why it in. Why would you write that he gets beaten? To prop to, up to wait, wait, da, 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 mm-hmm. to prop up the Ray character as someone who has the power to to maybe, beat the bad guy to eventually beat the bad guy and in that case to she eventually had to, but she did it well, so she killed him he's dead he's not coming back well now now it's going to be about will he ever get strong enough to beat the hero that's not how stories work I'll tell you the most important you're glazing over that no little, no no I'm going to tell you the most little. important thing it's going to blow your mind. Mm. Okay, we killed six minutes, which is awesome. <laughs> this is amazing. This is really great. I want to thank our guest, Erica Schultz. She was fantastic. Go check out all of her stuff. It's, um, again, Erica Schultz 42 on Twitter. Erica Schultz writes. Uh, she's doing some really cool stuff. Next she's week, we got, we've got... I agree with everything <laughs> <you> <laughs> uh, I have to get guests that only agree with me. Uh, hopefully, next week's guest, Deadpool co-creator, Fabian Nicieza, uh, will be on to share his thoughts on the juggernaut that was that De- uh, Deadpool and the Oscar snub. And uh, what's it like having your own highway named after you in a movie I, I, that's that's the question i gotta ask him you know it's nissieza highway yeah. it's been secrets of the sire 
You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And, and welcome, welcome to, to 21st, 21st Century Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun for you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business and your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21st CE Radio or Talk Alternative. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 